Good evening, everyone. Let's get the show on the road. Good evening. Good evening, Jen. Good evening, Noah. How you doing? All right. It's uh, it's Wednesday night, and uh, we're all crossed out, as you know. Much like the check, the FBI checklist, we're all we're all crossed out. Much like the warrant application. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Yes. We really don't know the answer. Yes, we 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 know we know absolutely nothing. You know, I know that the I know that the the show name and the show description is all about the the Trump thing, but I I don't I don't think we're gonna talk about this one thing for a full hour. I, you know what? I think that we thought because I because I told you like this whole thing started with a pun. Right, much like most of our content, <laughs> it, st- it started with a pun. It started with me uh, like saying to Jen, "Like, hey, here's the here's the title for the episode: Malpractice." Right? Because like some people called it Mar-a-Lago, they shortened it to Mal. I think DeSantis in his tweet. Yeah, yeah. When did when did we start doing that? By the way, when when did we start abbreviating Mar-a-Lago? Did I miss I, a memo? I'm an anime guy, so when I see Mal, I think my anime list, which is like a really uh, popular. A website where you can like catalog all of the anime you watched and like get recommendations and stuff. So I I see Mal. I think anime shows. Uh, you know that shows like everybody has their own set of unique uh, connotations. <laughs> uh, I was saying we should uh, we should like uh, we should parlay this into uh, uh, retiring gate as the suffix for every scandal and just call things something a lago now, you know, like kind of like, you know, whiskey, a go-go. So now you're going to have like whiskey, a lago. There's going to be some <laughs> scandal involving whiskey or I don't know what, you know, now, I'm telling you next time something happens, cause there hasn't been a thing yet, but when something happens, when some new TikTok thing happens or when some big scandal happens and people are going to try to name it, I'm going to be right there with my uh, Alago, <laughs> ready to pounce. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to pounce or are you going to seize? Yes, exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, there was another one. I can't remember now. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, we thought, so, so I, and, and I think I said this to you on Monday, right? I believe that I, I was like, oh, this is what we should name it on Monday. Like right when the story broke, basically. Or no, the, the story broke Sunday night, but like on Monday I said it. With the anticipation that by now we would have like a bunch more stuff come out. And so there would be a lot to talk about it. But like weirdly, like there, it, we, we, we're basically going to like rehash what people said su- Sunday night, Monday night. When was it? Was it Sunday night oh. or Monday night? No, I, it, it, it's still no, it was, my, it was Sorry, it was on Monday, I believe. Or wait, Yeah. Yeah, because it was like after we had released our podcast. Uh, sometimes we get lucky. Will Smith was a, was a uh, Will Smith was an example of us being extremely lucky and like delaying the recording and then like 
having that just sneak in under the wire as like the thing to talk about. But yeah, this time we kind of missed the missed the ball. That and Zawahiri, we also missed the ball on that. But like, what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, I mean, we 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 don't control everything, guys. <laughs> but I mean, it's almost like the the warrant itself isn't even the story anymore because, quite frankly, we still don't know. Um, don't really know what the FBI went to Mar-a-Lago to pick up. Oddly enough, Trump has not released his copy of the warrant, which, of course, he has, because legally speaking, you have to give somebody a copy of the warrant. Um, he's also pleading the fifth, which I think this is the first time in my life that I've ever seen Donald Trump actually figure out how to shut the fuck up. It, it seems like he's actually got competent legal counsel and may actually be listening to them but yeah he's not released a copy of the warrant which that's actually the first thing like when i first saw this story drop i saw people talk about oh the fbi went to mar-a-lago they served them with a warrant they took stuff and i'm like really because i would think the first person i would hear this from is trump showing us a picture of this warrant so i'm like okay is this even like legit did this even happen and then it was confirmed and so yeah, apparently they went there. They picked up some boxes of stuff. Nobody quite knows what the boxes of stuff are. Yeah, it might be related to the Presidential Records Act, which, again, if it, that's what it is, is going to rile up a lot of people as being, like, uh, extremely overkill for what it is. There's a lot of, like, I was listening to some people who have a far better uh, knowledge of like recent political history who had all kinds of examples of things that were, you know, as or more egregious than this and ended up with like, again, sort of slaps on the wrist or, or much uh, less uh, fanfare. Uh, and yet, like you said, it seems that he's getting some competent advice for the first time in a long time. I mean, his lawyers wanted him to fucking stay decide to stay president. I mean, it's not exactly like he's had the best legal counsel, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um, but like you said, he's pleading the fifth. And in his statement about it, for the first time, it felt like, wow, somebody actually knows what they're doing, what they're doing over there. Because the, basically the statement that he put out said something like, I in the past said, why would you ever plead the fifth if you were innocent? And now I know why. <laughs> so essentially, essentially his statement is like, I was wrong. I thought like he's basically for the first time, like I think ever he kept, he's coming out and saying like, guys, I got it wrong. Now I understand why. So because of this persecution, now I'm seeing, now I'm like the shoes on the other foot and I understand like the error of my ways. But that's a smart, that's politically smart. I mean, it's a, you know, it's a crock of shit, obviously. But like, yeah. we're talking about how you play, because one of the biggest complaints that uh, a lot of people have about Trump, who, who like him, is like you said, he doesn't know when to shut up or he doesn't know when to like say the smart thing that isn't just bleh, bleh, right? I, I always refer to him as Godzilla, right? Because he just like steps on buildings and whatever. Yeah. Even if he's trying to like save a little girl, like he's trying to save a puppy, he has to like bulldoze an entire neighborhood to get to it. And, and that's kind of the thing is like, and again, I go back to the fact that it's almost like the warrant isn't even the story anymore. Donald Trump, I mean, he, in his initial statement that he put out, he, of course, it's the, the very long Trump statement of, oh, how the FBI came to my beautiful home here at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> and they, they, they came into my home and they, and they took stuff. And it's like, 
yes, that's how warrants work. But then, then everybody on conservative Twitter got insanely out of pocket over this. I'm like, first off, I mean, dude, we don't know. Nobody knows what the FBI was there for. Even if we saw the warrants, warrants don't list the cause. They just list basically, okay, judge blah, blah, blah said that we are authorized to come into XYZ building and take these items that we have a rough description of what we're looking for. And so we're going to take them and go. That's all the warrant says. There's no explanation as to why they've been sent to pick up something. The agents that were sent to pick it up probably have no clue either because that's way above their pay grade. It's so, again, it would be interesting to know exactly what is said in the warrants as far as like, were there anything like specific listed or was it like, okay, so you're looking for about 15 boxes that look roughly like this here. Yes. Well, you know, if the warrant said something like they have the logo of the National Archives on there, yeah. you know, it would be like at least sort of give you a little bit of a clue. But um, and and you know, there's like conflicting. You know, that's the, the problem with like Twitter and the Twitter punditry or whatever is like you get conflicting types of information that's stated very authoritatively, but then you're not you're not exactly sure because you know a lot of people said if they did this. This had to have been approved by the top levels of the FBI and they had to it had to be extra, extra sure and stuff. And I'm going to steal a point that uh, J-Pod made today on the commentary podcast because he occasionally uses my tweets for his content. <laughs> so, you know, she was on the other foot. Like he I now Google the thing that he mentioned. And like in 2019, there were like <laughs> this is so weird. There were like 18,000. And 106 warrant applications, uh, you know, in U.S. courts or whatever. And like 26 of them were denied or something like that, right? Out of like 18,000. The point is like, apparently warrants are not hard to get. And you don't need to go to fucking, you don't need to like, people think it's like Law and Order. You know, once in a while there's like an episode of Law and Order where like some big muckety muck needs to be prosecuted and they're all sitting there in the DA's office Adam DA Adam Schiff is sitting there and they gotta be like (laughs) you know he's like pinching his neck he has like his scotch and he's like what are we gonna do he's a congressman you know he gave he gave me money for my political campaign what are we gonna that's not how the fuck it works right I think there's a good chance that they went on an extremely uh, garden variety warrant not giving a shit in a really bad way, not giving a shit about the implications of this. Cause I saw a lot of people playing very innocent Nick Grossman and a lot of people who are saying like, look, he's just a regular citizen, right? What are the FBI supposed to do to treat him differently? And the counter reaction to that is, look, you gotta be real politique about this. Like you gotta say to yourself, if we fuck this up, it's going to come back to bite us in more ways than just like, well, sorry, guys, guess, you know, guess we got to like, you got to think what will happen when these people are going to be back in power and how your conduct is going to be perceived by lar- large portions of the voting public. I mean, they work for the public, right? That's the thing they got to understand. And if they behave this way in the, in the, if they behave in a way that like 
uh, totally collapses public trust in them, then yeah, you got to go in and like fire everybody there, Trump or not. Like you're losing the public can't lose trust in the Fed in the Feds entirely, right? You got to be smart about it. And the FBI knows that, DOJ knows that, and the the one thing that you 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 would have to like literally drag the DOJ and the FBI on fire to the courthouse to get them to do is to do anything that would possibly touch a former or current president. Like that is just, they will, they will not do it. I really hope you're right. I really hope you're right. Because, because if they, if they don't, cause people think like if they don't, then people will say, Oh, abuse of power. To me, it's not so much that to me, it's more that, that they feel fully unaccountable. That's the thing, like, that they feel like, well, what's the worst that can happen? We'll just say, bleh, didn't work out. But it's like, no, that's not, you don't understand. You feel untouchable. You feel like none of that's going to come back to bite you. Uh, uh, Justified or not, doesn't matter, because Nick Grossman can think that all that the Republicans want to do to the FBI is evil, but he still can recognize that if things proceed as they do, if the FBI continues to not give a fuck... That can happen. Like, you gotta, like, consider that possibility, right? Sure, but I'll argue it from the opposite side because this has been something that libertarians have had an issue with for decades at this point, and that is that anybody who occupies the Oval Office is essentially untouchable. Like, you can do whatever you want, you, you're not gonna get prosecuted for it, either while you're in office or out of office. And we can go all the way back to, like, the original sin here of Carter pardoning Nixon, which therefore gave the FBI an excuse not to ever do anything to Nixon, even though having him clearly dead to rights on tape committing the crimes. Yeah. But of course they, they, but he got a pardon. And so the FBI was just like, Oh, okay, well uh, that's the end of that. Yes. And I feel, and I think that, uh, and I think that the, the, the idea that this is indicative of a banana Republic is ridiculous, is silly. Uh, Israel has put a former prime minister in jail for corruption. It put a former president in jail for fucking sexual assault. Like not even corruption, like a proper, proper, like criminal offense. Yes. Sexual harassment and sexual assault or something like that. Uh, 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 France did that. South Korea did that. Uh, It's actually a good sign. By the way, when Israel puts a, a, a high ranking politician in prison, it actually makes a – it moves actual needles in terms of how uh, Arab countries look at Israel. And th- this is like proven and there's like historical uh, evidence of this that uh, a lot of uh, people in the Muslim world look at Israel sending a prime minister to prison and they say, why can't we fucking do that? Our prime ministers are all corrupt and awful. And so like it, it does create a kind of like – uh, uh, they start to kind of question a little bit what they're being fed by their own corrupt leaders about a place that actually does hold its corrupt leaders accountable sometimes. Not all the yeah. time. Nobody's perfect. But uh, but yeah, and so – and I said – the thing I said on Twitter is here's my problem. My problem is the FBI has proven itself to be uh, very incompetent, uh, full of people who actually do use like petty grievances and power-hungry people and they do shady shit. But also, Donald Trump has proven himself to be kind of the same. And so that's why I'm like, I don't know what to think, right? It's like, who am I going to believe? 
And the whole reason why this is a felony offense at this point, and it's something that the FBI can go to Mar-a-Lago and seize whatever they seize, is because in 2018, Donald mm-hmm. Trump signed into law that removing classified documents would be a felony for up to five years after you leave office. Like, this was you being petty. Yes. You being petty just bit you in the ass. But here's Good my. Job. But here's the here's the here's the problem with that though, uh, and why if that's what they're going to try to go after him for, they're going to face a lot of criticism because the president has a, a fairly good baked in defense that you can just argue forever, which is that he has the power to declassify any document as president. So like they could say, oh yeah, he declassified them, you know, like. And so maybe, and so maybe they lose, but maybe they don't, and maybe it gets dragged in courts for fifteen years to the point where nobody cares anymore. The point is, that's not, that's not your case. That's not your like killer case. I don't think Merrick Garland wants to go out there on the steps of the whatever and that and sell that to the public. I really don't think so. Sure. And I I go back to my original point of that. We have no idea what's in the warrant. It's not been released publicly. We have no idea what the FBI picked up. Maybe it was those documents. Maybe it was something else entirely. I don't know. You don't know. Nobody fucking knows. So it's almost like trying to speculate on what exactly the FBI's motivation could be without knowing what they picked up. It's kind of like, I don't, I, it may not have had anything to do with those documents at all. It may be no, something else entirely. I think there's leaks in the press. I think that's where that. I think that's where that um, narrative came from. I think there was like Maggie Haberman well, or something like that. People like unknown, unnamed sources suggested well, that it was related to that. But yeah, you know it's what? Been an issue in the past. Yeah, but I'll tell you what though. Nobody knew about this warrant until it was executed. Nobody, right? Which is like fairly unprecedented that nothing leaked out. And so it's almost, I would say in this case, because of that, it's almost as likely to me that the rec presidential records thing might be a cover story, might be the thing that they're kind of selling to the media. Because again, if they were able to totally hide this, if it was just that, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why this story is so weird. If it was just that, why would you keep it so under wraps? Like, what what does he have there that's so important that if he got a gets wind of this, he's going to throw in a shredder? Because that's not, I don't think that's what that is. The whole Presidential Records Act. It's not, it's not Nixon shredding, like, you know, Watergate documents. That's the thing. Like, it wasn't, if people think, like, oh, it was incriminating stuff about January 6th, but that's not what this would have been, right? It would have been the the Re- Presidential Records Act. It would have been, that would have literally been, like, uh, uh, obstruct, obstruction of justice in the January 6th investigation. That's, like, a totally different matter. And that is still an ongoing issue. And, of course, it did come out a couple of weeks ago that the Secret Service has managed to somehow magically delete certain text messages that were sent on that day and previously. So there's a lot of questions there. And, of course, there's been rumors about the Secret Service and people who have been allowed to leave the Secret Service to go work for Trump and then go back into the Secret Service, which is a massive no-no. But again, I I don't understand getting completely out of pocket about this and threatening like, 
oh, is it going to start the Civil War? I'm like, maybe you should find out what they picked up from his house first. Like, I don't know. Maybe it's fucking legit. <laughs> like, nobody seems to be willing to consider that possibility that, like, maybe they were there picking up something that is actually worth picking up. Yeah, and I, I do wonder if, because th- this can play out in so many different ways. Because if because because if it's a nothing burger, right? If 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 the whole idea is like, yeah, there was a little thing. We went, we took it, we looked at it. Yeah, it was something that he had had improperly, but it definitely doesn't rise to the level of any kind of the whatever. Sweep it under a rug. Let's go move on. But that's not what's going to happen. Like if that's if that's how it plays out. You bet your ass Republicans are going to use it because they're going to say, what was the point of all of this? It was clearly political, right? And so – and yeah, they have to have thought of that. That's the thing that I'm saying. Like you can't – they can't – they couldn't have not considered this. Like that's what I mean. And and so none of this clicks in my head yet. Like I can't find a, a, a unifying solution, a unifying theory to all this because half of the things indicate that it's like this thing that's not that big of a deal, but then that doesn't jibe with how serious it seems in other ways, right? Yeah, I mean, I can't see the FBI going to these extremes for some boxes of documents that belong in the National Archives. But when this story broke, I was reminded of when the FBI went to Roger Stone's house and somebody, in air quotes, tipped off CNN that the raid was about to happen. And so CNN was literally like hiding in the bushes, fucking filming this live onto air. And that did not happen here. Like this was kept super, 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 super secret, locked down completely. Nobody knew anything until Trump said something. Yeah, but they did. uh, That's why, by the way, it's not a raid technically. It's because a raid is that they were like, they were actually notified that, the feds were on their way to serve a warrant. They didn't like. Mm-hmm. They, they didn't, didn't kick like, a store in at three in the morning. No, it's like one of those like battering rams. No, yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm sure they like knocked politely exactly. and was like, "Excuse me, yes. Mister Trump, we have a warrant here, and if if you could let us serve it, we would be so obliged." Oh, he was not there. I guarantee he was not there, no. and did, nobody I, saw him. What? I, I think he wasn't there, actually. No. I forget where he was. But There's I, no I, way I he was he there. there. There's absolutely no way he was there. He was not. He would not be seen or uh, have any interaction with any law enforcement there at the time. There's absolutely no way. If, like, they would have whisked him away somewhere, there's absolutely no uh, scenario in which the president could be allowed to have himself photographed standing next to Fed serving a warrant or anything like that. His legal t- his legal counsel was there. I think Eric Trump maybe said that he was there. I think he was on TV trying to be like, <laughs> and I did this, and I said that, and I was there. I'm important. I'm one of the important kids. I'm Eric. Yes. <laughs> Matt Damon. That was kind of <laughs> like us. He, he really is like the Matt Damon of the Trump kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, yeah, so like there's no, I, there's no doubt in my mind that he would never have been on premises during a thing like that. That would be. Which a, would mean that really... he was informed ahead of time. Well, no, no, I know. They said they were informed ahead of time. They said yeah. we're, we're coming to serve a warrant, which also means that they didn't, there was no fear that evidence would be destroyed. So again, that kind of 
contradicts the idea that maybe this was some kind of somehow incriminating evidence that he was trying to hide from January 6th. Because if he was doing that, why not just burn it immediately? Like, what are you keeping it around for? I mean, we're not talking about, like, the sharpest crayon in the box. Here oh, I, I mean, yeah, but, like, I mean, there's that, and then there's, like, I'm just going to keep a box of incriminating evidence here. In my, It's in my house. What's going to happen? The FBI is going to serve a word here. Oops, I'm going to prison now. <laughs> I mean, that, but that very well could have been a line of thought because, again, the FBI does not touch current or former presidents. Like, you can yeah, very well say that, like, yeah. Yeah, but if you're Trump and you already think, like, the deep state's out to get me, I figure you'd be a little more paranoid. By the way, they said they broke into his safe. Were the boxes in the safe? Or or, or was breaking into the safe just part of executing the warrant and they just found the boxes sitting there aside? Because, you know, the, those are very different things. If he has these boxes inside some kind of fucking safe that they got to break into, that's yeah. slightly different than if they were just there in his office, you know, lying around in his office somewhere with... With other, you know, with like, uh, you know how you want in the movies when somebody gets fired, they're like walking out of the office with like a cardboard box with like their name plate and whatever. So it's like, it's a little box of like White House mementos. It's his little like goodbye Sticky thing notes. that's signed by all the, the staff or whatever. Yeah, all that kind of like memory, memories. It's retirement card. Yes. It's like one empty Big Mac box from that time he took the picture <laughs> with all the McDonald's food. <laughs> yes, memories. Memories. <laughs> memories like the corners of my mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but then again, about the safe, I mean, if they broke into the safe, then that would be because there was something in the warrant that instructed them to go into the safe. Because you can't, when, when you have a warrant, you can't go just do whatever the hell you want to do in this particular building. Like you're, you're constrained to certain areas, you're constrained to certain items that you're looking for. It's not a fishing expedition. You don't just get to break into somebody's safe unless yeah, the I, warrant yeah. says go break into the safe. Oh, but 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 here's my question: What happens? Do you break into the safe last? Because let's say the search warrant says this, okay? Because I don't know. I don't know if there's anybody who's listening right now who's like a cop or whatever. But here's what I want to know: So let's say the warrant says there's 15 boxes, okay? And the scope of the warrant is the office area and any safe they're in, okay? So the feds swarm into this office. What do they do? Do they search the whole office first? And if they don't find anything, they go, okay, let's crack the safe. Or did they just crack the safe and then let's look everywhere? And they go, oh, it's here in the corner. Sorry about the safe, <laughs> sir. Like, I don't know. Like, is there, because what do they care? Like, what do they, you know what I mean? Like, as far as they're concerned, because, you know, like when they serve a search warrant, they're like, toss your drawers and leave your apartment like in a total yeah. heap because like what do they give a shit and so why do they care that your safe costs a lot of money or that maybe it isn't in there and they don't even need to crack in it you know like i don't know i have no idea i mean it would it would be nice to know what the warrant said exactly i mean but nobody is under any obligation to make that public i mean the doj is not under an obligation to make that public trump's not under an obligation to make that public if he doesn't want to uh, I mean, got, it's his own private business. People but. got mad at me. People got mad at me that I said uh, that his reaction to like, you know, his like refusal to release it doesn't sound like someone who's very confident in their uh, innocence. And people got upset. But the reason I said that was that yesterday 
entire Trump world narrative was release the affidavit. It was fucking trending on Twitter. It was on a top trending hashtag on Twitter. And so, yes, I am actually allowed to say that after everybody who thinks he's innocent was like, release it because it'll show you're innocent. And he says, uh, actually, no. I go, well, you know, that kind of makes you think. I wasn't because somebody said to me that, like, he said, because, uh, you know, there was this... Uh, there was this thing about the Fifth Amendment again, about how, oh, you don't take the Fifth, you don't plead the Fifth if you're innocent. And I said, you know, that's bullshit. And someone said, yeah. oh, yeah, but you said the thing about the the warrant. And I said, that's a little different because it's not a Fifth Amendment right. And I said, you know, the, the whole idea was this is a bullshit warrant. But then you don't release it. By the way, someone's told me that that means... He has good legal advice because he said like any competent yeah. lawyer would tell him not to do that. And yeah, I always answer, when has Trump historically had good legal counsel? That's just my. <laughs> and if so, when do they listen? When does he listen? But yeah, yeah. not releasing the warrant would be part of pleading the fifth because if you're not going to say anything. I don't know. That's you different. Oh, no, no, that's different. This, these are two different things. He's pleading yeah, but the fifth in the. He's, yeah, he's pleading the fifth in the New York, Letitia James, uh, SDN, New York thing. That, that's a totally different thing. Which, again, you got to remember, I, I was I, like, I was going to say this and, and, and ended up not tweeting it. But uh, the idea that, like, innocent people got nothing to hide is to me like a load of bullshit. But also, when somebody says... Oh, look, if they're doing this to me, what will they do to you is not very convincing when it comes from someone who's sketchy as fuck, right? This isn't, this is not uh, Richard Jewell, right? <laughs> this is someone who's like very shady. And yes, maybe some of the things that they go after him for are like nothing burgers. But you know, like that's, I don't know how that how things go here, but like in Israel, they're like a big uh, major crime bosses in Israel that for decades get like arrested for a thing. They go to trial, they get acquitted for like lack of evidence. They get arrested again and they get convicted. And again, they go to prison for five years, they get out. Again, they get arrested for tax evasion and then they evade that. It's like the fact that often you will, and yeah, sometimes like the judges will get, like uh, the police will get criticized by judges like for uh, uh, trying to entrap someone like that and trying to go after him for things that he didn't actually do, even though he's like a crime boss, right? And the mm -hmm. idea is, yes, just because somebody's a criminal doesn't mean you can just do whatever the fuck you want to try to get him in prison, right? But that doesn't mean that if that criminal says to me like, wow, look what they're doing to me, they're coming at you next, that I'll like get scared. I'll be like, yeah, I'm like you, I'm not a fucking crime lord. <laughs> And that whole line is just so, so incredibly stupid to me because, like, oh, look what they could do to you. I'm like, uh, uh, where have you been? Where, yes. where yes. the fuck have yes, you been? Exactly. exactly. Welcome. Were you, what are you discovering libertarianism? Welcome to the party, pal. Yeah. But because, like, and, um, and, uh, um, yeah, well, you know, they're trying to tie it into, like, you know, the whole IRS thing, for example. And yes, the idea that, like, they're doing it to me. And and, and he, a big thing that I was saying, too, about this is, like, I think this – the Republicans are really in danger of losing their momentum right now because a couple of things are happening at the same time. One, uh, Biden is getting a lot of these legislative things done, and I know that Republicans think – Hell, it hurts, and in the long term, it'll hurt inflation. And and yes, it's bullshit that the inflation reduction bill—it's called that, but it's actually a climate change uh, bill and uh, another thin bill and all kinds of crap like that, right? But 
Uh, they did. They do have things on the board that they can point to in a campaign, in a re-election campaign, in a midterm campaign. Uh, things that are important to their voters to certain extents, climate change, infrastructure, all that kind of crap. And I think Republicans lose the uh, narrative battle when it stops being about issues and starts being about Trump, about Trump's personal problems. And that's what, and so people said, no, it's not about Trump. It's about what the FBI can do to you. And I'm like, no, it isn't. Because no, it is about lots of sketchy things he tries. He tries to skirt the law. He walks very close to the edge in many cases. He's a person who puts himself in a position to like rub up against the law. And yes, it is about him. It was about the 2020 election all of this time. And now it's going to be about how he's being harassed by the FBI now. They're going to lose the battle. People don't care about Trump. They care about how bad things are. And they want things to be better. That's why they get annoyed when they try to sell 0% inflation this month. It's some kind of victory, right? Oh, look, we didn't make it even worse. You're welcome. <laughs> Especially when the measurement they want to use for that is month over month and not year over year, which, again, goes back to the whole recession discussion of how exactly do you define a recession? Well, how exactly do you define inflation? Normally it's year over year, not month over month, but you're going to pick the nice number that said zero instead of the number that said 8.3. Yeah. And they're not, and they're not, they're not leveling with the public. They're not being, I, I, to me, I know that this is, you know, the political consultants on K street would have a fucking conniption fit if I said this to them. But like, I do think that leveling with the public to a certain extent and saying like, we understand things are bad. Right. But but here are some metrics that might make you optimistic that we're working towards solving this problem. That's not a good political message. You want to be like, yay, look at us. But they look fucking foolish doing that. But then Republicans are going to they're going to like squander this by making it again against, like I said, Mr. Protagonist, capital M, capital P. Right? It's like the, the bar is so low. All anybody has to do is not be crazy. And nobody can clear the fucking bar. I don't understand. Why um, is this hard? Um, yes. I, I mean, look, a local level is a little different. Um, and I do think that what happens is that, you know, if all of these uh, Trumpy uh, uh, candidates who like won their primaries and pushed out all these like mayors and Herrera Butler and all kinds of uh, Republicans who voted for impeachment, if they all get totally uh, creamed, you know, like totally cleaned out, uh, there's a couple of different things that could play out. If there's a huge red wave, but all the Trumpy people lose, that means something but if they all get carried over the edge by the red wave, that means something very different, right? There's all kinds of scenarios that can play out that will have different implications. Um, but I do think that a lot of people who, you know, are ready to get excited about a DeSantis, the last thing they want is for Trump to once again be like the total center of attention and the thing around which you're building. No, people want like forward looking, like how do they not understand this? And so some people are saying, you know, the conspiracy theory is that that's why the FBI did it because making it about Trump takes away like the Republicans, like strong arguing position, which is we're going to make policy better. 
And so that's the, you know, that's the rub. The rub is like, we're, we're going to uh, push Trump's buttons to make him like a loud victim again. And then it'll all be about him. And then, then we can like take control of it. Like that, that's the conspiracy theory I saw. It's, there's just so much on social media about this. And all of it is just like batshit insane where you've got now, now you've got conservatives out here like abolish the FBI. We have to burn it all down and rebuild it. I'm like, weren't y'all the ones, first off, first off, weren't you the ones chanting lock her up in 2016? Weren't you the ones that wanted Hillary investigated? Second of all, weren't you also the ones making fun of the whole abolish the police movement? But now, now that it's you, now that it's one of yours, and that's another thing that kills me about the whole, well, if they did this to Trump, imagine what they could do to you. I'm like, I don't have to imagine. I, I, I require zero imagination here <laughs> because I already know, because I've known this for decades. Like, where, it's like, what? What? No, now you care because it's Trump. You didn't give a shit before it was Trump. And two weeks from now, you won't give a shit again. So I really, guys, what? Come on. The, one, the one qualification I will make regarding Hillary that I said today is that I think that the anger was less about what she did and more about that she got away with it. Because I remember even at the time, right around the time that Comey came out and said – Yes, there was classified information, but no, we're not doing anything. Some Navy officer got sent to Leavenworth or something like that for something kind of similar. And that was the rallying cry for like five minutes. The idea was like, look, this soldier does this and he goes to prison and she gets away with it. And so now I don't think it's very convincing to say to people, why you were very mad when Hillary did it. It was like, no, I was mad that she got away with it. Not that she did it. You know what I mean? Like, and so, and so because she, Hillary, like used this to try to sell her, like, but her emails hats. And I was like saying that you did this shit too. (laughs) It's not exactly a dunk, you know, like that's not. You had that on this one right now. Okay. Yeah. Hey, remember when I did this? (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha. Good times. (laughs) Buy a hat to remind you of the time that I did the thing that Trump is doing now. Like seriously. And so. And so it turns into this weird argument of like, okay, you chanted lock her up and the, and the response is, okay, but then it didn't happen. So it shouldn't happen now either, right? You know, it's like everybody, it turns into this like a never ending spiral of like, but you said, and then you said, and so in that case, maybe you should be like this. Yeah, I mean, it's the total whataboutism thing. But the, the counter argument to that is if you feel like what Hillary did was that bad that the FBI should have investigated and should have locked her up then why aren't you mad at Trump for apparently doing the same thing? Because again, this is all allegedly, we have no idea what the hell the FBI was there for, but assuming he had classified documents that he refused to give back. And there's a whole backstory between behind that, where I was like, there was a sum of boxes that was taken and he returned some of them, but not all of them. And now we've got this. And so, and And this, and by the way, like this is apparently like kind of common, like Obama did this too. I think again, Israel, I'll go to Israel again. There's almost every time there's some kind of like, uh, you know, regime change, quote unquote, there's some story about like what things the prime minister took from the prime minister's residence back to his own residence that he wasn't supposed to. 
oh, he got this statue from the prime minister, from the president of whatever, and he decided, oh, I'm just going to take it and put it on my mantle or whatever. There's, mm-hmm. there's been many controversies like that. And so that's not classified information, right? But I'm saying like this idea of like it doesn't – that – once again, if this boils down to, yeah, he took some information. It wasn't like state secrets that he was going to sell to North Korea. It was just something that, you know, according to like the law, he should have kept, uh, you know, at the White House. I'm going to be very upset. Like I'm, like I'm – it's going to seem very weird to me that they had to do a big ado about it. And see, that's what's kind of throwing me about this, too. And like I said, Trump is under no obligation to release the warrant if he doesn't want to. But I would think if that was it or if there was just the warrant was like, look for National Archive boxes or look for like white bankers boxes or what, you know, those kind of boxes you keep paperwork in. Yeah, legal boxes. Would just, I can't remember what they're called. Yeah. Yeah. Bankers boxes. I, I've, I've mm. constructed so many of those in my life. I'm <laughs> getting flashbacks. But, yeah, I mean, you would think that you would just say that and put it to bed. But then again, like I said, if he maybe he's actually listening to lawyers for once in his life who have told him, just just shut up. Just don't release the warrant. Plead the fifth for once in your life. Shut the fuck up and let us do our jobs. By the way, which also might indicate that they know it's – it's not a good case. Yeah. And so they're saying, if we play this really innocent, then we can uh, make them look really bad later and be like, what? you know, like not not be antagonistic about it in the press except to play victim and say, oh, my, be- my beautiful home. My beautiful home, my Mar-a-Lago. I just, it's my so My southern tr- white house. You know, if he wasn't like, if, 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 if all of the stuff that transpired with Trump hadn't transpired, a lot of these mannerisms of his would have been so like weirdly uh, lovable, almost like this idea that every always like, oh, tre- it was tremendous. It was t- fantastic. You know, like, you know, like the way that he kind of talks up things that he's excited about. Um, but it all feels so like weirdly bizarro world twisted now because you know like what what he's capable of. Yeah. Um, I'm sure people are very mad that we're that we don't like Trump. I'm sure somebody here is mad, <laughs> but um, but it's not. But that's the thing. Like I'm also, but 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 here I am saying that if this ends up seeming like the feds are just fucking harassing him essentially over something that really didn't require that kind of thing. Yeah, I'm going to be pissed. And I can't remember what it was. There was, um, there was, who was it that they perp walked and they really didn't have to. And there was some criticism over someone that they per, they like perp walked in front of the cameras uh, in cuffs. I can't remember who it was. Was it some, was it, I think it was like, oh, you know who it was? I mean, it's it's someone you're not going to have an ounce of sympathy for, right? Aaron Hernandez, I believe. When Aaron Hernandez got arrested for murder, I think the cops, like, tipped off the media so that they could, like, perp walk him in front of the thing. I think maybe it's that. I can't remember. And, like, people criticize it even then. Like, the point is, like, you don't – sometimes there are – you know, even if somebody is not – like, is in the wrong – 
you can look at the way the like law enforcement behaved and say clearly somebody were there there was being a dick. And even if it boils down to that, like yes, they should have been there, yes, he shouldn't have done that, but they were still dicks about it, there's political capital to be had from that. Sure. And I mean, it, it's not as if the FBI is not known for being dicks to people. Of course, yeah, exactly. this, is not, uh, this is not this is this is not an exoneration of the FBI. But th- we're also not talking about some rando who the fuck ever. We're talking about Donald Trump. We're talking about a former president like you don't go there without having a very, very, very good reason to do so. I wouldn't think Then again. People do dumb shit every day, and I just sit there and like, what were you thinking? So, without knowing exactly what they picked up and what they were there for, I mean, it's really hard to make a judgment call, but I find it very weird that especially given everything that we know about Donald Trump, not just during his time as president, but even his time before president, his time in real estate, his time in business, all the shady shit he's pulled, like, nobody's willing to accept the fact that maybe there is something legitimate that they're investigating and they didn't just show up to fuck with them. Like that, that's really on nobody's radar. Like we're, we're just, we're just going with the FBI sucks and now we have to, to burn it all down. Like I, I, I would, I would reserve judgment on that. Yeah. It's strange. It's strange. I mean, I don't, I don't love a lot of people who I thought would be a little smarter with their statements about this warrant, DeSantis, Marco Rubio, even, but here's a thing that's happening now. Even uh, Mitch McConnell, who angered a lot of people by not saying anything, is starting to go like, uh, guys, like what, what, what was the, can we know what happened here, please? Like what, what's going on? Um, and, and, and a lot of people on the left, David Axelrod was like, what the hell? This better be being like, I, there was someone else. I can't remember. Was it, um, again, other democratic, uh, uh, campaigners and people like that, people you wouldn't necessarily expect to be on this train, you know, Andrew Cuomo. Did you see how strong they get to San Diego? And yeah, my, my, my gut instinct was like, what's he hiding? Right. Yeah, boy might be feeling nervous now. Yes, and yeah, Andrew Yang had a, a statement about it. There were there were actually a, you know several people who aren't you know like you know, right wing people who were just saying like this you know this won't this will be very detrimental if it isn't uh, if it isn't somehow substantial or if it isn't something that you could at least say, yes, it was worth rolling up to Mar-a-Lago with 15 vans and a rider truck to serve a warrant with, because that's what happened apparently. Um, and, and so y- y- at least that, right? It doesn't have to be that they discovered that the president murdered a hooker and buried her in the Rose Garden, right? That's not, but I'm saying like, all it has to be is something that's, you know, good enough to do to have done that. Sure. And I mean, I'm sure when the DOJ is ready, they will issue some kind of statement. But again, I'm also assuming that whatever this is related to is an active investigation. And of course, the DOJ is not going to comment on an active investigation because no law enforcement is going to comment on an active investigation. Like they don't like it's this whole demand, like, oh, you have to give us an explanation right now. I'm like, no, they actually don't. And the whole idea that 
oh, once Republicans take charge of everything, we're going to haul all these people in front of Congress. I'm like, you might want to slow your roll on that because you might not like what you hear. That's true. I mean, I but here's here's a question. Could they not have at least said uh, that uh, because of the, you know, because of the severity of the or because of the unprecedented nature of this? Yes. You know, FB, you know, the uh, people at the top echelons of the DOJ, you know, were were aware, were involved. Or I don't know. Just say that. Just tell me that fucking Merrick Garland and Ray, whoever is the head of the FBI oh. now. Yeah, they had to have signed off I on mean, it. But yes, but we're assuming, right? I'm saying, like, don't, you don't have to reveal details or whatever. Just, uh, you know, because obviously that won't satisfy anybody on Twitter because they both think that both those people should be, you know, like, thrown from a helicopter. Now, you know? Yeah. yeah. But, like, but I'm saying me, me being the median American who's not extremely online. I mean, I am, but I'm, I'm just saying, like, Take a take your uh, you know how war the stat war in baseball is you measure mm-hmm. somebody against like a generic player. I'm saying yeah. take like your generic American, right, and think about uh, how much more uh, 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 like sa- satisfied or how much more relaxed they'd feel with just a statement like this. Like yes, the head of DOJ and the head of FBI knew that this was going to happen. And it didn't, nobody was going around their backs to do anything like this. This was all on the up and up and signed off because we're talking about a former president. I don't know why it's so hard to say because this is a former president who might run for president again. Yes, we came out to say this and that. I mean, the Supreme Court did this recently. They came out and they commented on something in a very unprecedented nature. And I can't remember what it was. It wasn't about the leak. It was before that. There was some kind of thing where... Uh, I can I can look it up, uh, but but like they they kind of broke protocol because there was something going on that they really needed to be like no this is wrong, and I don't remember what it is. Uh, oh, you know what it was? Hmm. I think it was about the whole Gorsuch Sotomayor masking oh, situation. Yeah. Where the court was like, uh, actually, no, nobody, no, there's cool. nothing like that happened. Yeah. Yes, right. And they never do this. I remember people said at the time, like, wow, the court never issues like an official statement on matters like this. But it was a kind of an unprecedented thing. And so, like you said, we're not asking them to reveal, we're not asking them to break because, yeah, that would involve treating uh, people at upper echelons of power differently from others. Uh, but also, yeah, you might want to like at least tell the public that because of the person involved, it's it isn't just like some mid-level agent taking care of it. Like if it was like you or me. Well, see, I don't think anybody assumes that that is what happened. And of course, if you come out and say, yes, this was signed off on by Ray and by Garland, then that's just going to create a whole nother wave of outrage and I, I'm not, I, I don't put a lot of stock in people who just post shit on Twitter as far as violence and stuff like that. But I, I, I don't know if saying that they signed off on it is going to particularly help anything because it depends on, who, it depends on what you mean. Cause I don't think you're not trying to convince those people. You're not trying to convince the civil war, civil war two people, but there, it's a, there's a dual purpose here. One purpose is, like I said, to at least 
to, to, to break opacity a little and say, look, we can't comment on this because it's an active investigation. But yes, we're aware that it's a former president and somebody who could be president again. And therefore, like, yes, we know, like, we'll say what we can when we can, but know that this is like, a this is all going through proper channels and whatever. And the second purpose of that is that then those people are personally on the hook for it being something of substance. Because then if it isn't, then if it's just some kind of weird witch hunt, then yeah, you got Garland and Ray's names on it, as they should be. I mean, no, no matter who they're doing it. Because if, I mean, Hunter Biden's going to be a whole other can of worms. But like, let's say they go after somebody who really didn't do anything. Because Hunter Biden clearly has done some shit, right? But, and so I'll feel the same exact way. It's like, style. like I don't like the feds running the country, you know, like doing whatever they feel like because they could fucking do it. And they cut corners and they double dip and they do all kinds of uh, uh, shady shit to get warrants to tap Carter Page. And there was a lot of shady shit that happened with that Russia investigation. Like a lot of people at the FBI who are now like pundits got a Peter Strzok and all kinds of people like that. Not good people. Oh, yeah. And the Carter Page situation was particularly fucked up. And I mean, there's a whole rant I can go on about as far as the FISA court's concerned and getting warrants out of that and the rubber stamping. And that's, yeah. that's using whole, news whole articles, <laughs> using news articles to, as justification to get a warrant, like uh, just re- utter horse shit. Right. And so, like I said, you got this like it's like a boxing match. Right. We're watching a boxing match right now. Right. And in the red corner is someone who like punches below the waist uh, will occasionally say or do anything to get what they want. And in the other corner is Donald Trump. (laughs) 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 Um, But I mean, yeah, that's like it. Like you got like two low blowers. You got two people who like, you really don't have the tendency to believe anything that comes out of their mouths. Uh, And so, yeah, I think we, we basically just spent an hour, an entire hour saying like, shrug uh, we're just gonna wait and see because like who knows right <laughs> well, I mean, because but i mean that's also a take that you're not seeing come out in that nobody is like ready to like sit down and be like let's see exactly what this is i mean maybe it's some bullshit maybe it's something serious i don't know i can't really formulate an opinion on it until i know exactly what was picked up i mean i'm not gonna go like more falls out on the FBI than I would normally do because I, my my I, there's there's pre-baked things in me about the FBI, but yeah. I mean I'm not gonna like this situation is as such that I'm not going to just automatically assume that this is just the federal government fucking with someone because there's a very real possibility that there could be a legitimate reason for this. Yeah. There, this, uh, things like this give me futurist dread. Uh, I, I often mention a science fiction novel by Neil Stevenson called Seven Eves, in which uh, the world, uh, essentially, I mean, without getting into too much detail, uh, humanity almost gets destroyed because of fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and therefore, the civilization that they develop into uh, is averse to instant mass communication. They stay away from it in the same way that we stay away from like chemical weapons or you know cl- human cloning. Like there's certain things that right now us humanity avoid because of like ethical issues and potential danger stuff like that, like bioengineering viruses and you know like that stuff like that is you know anybody who does it does it like 
against uh, the sort of moral objections and, and legal treaties and stuff. And in like labs in Wuhan and stuff. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's what I was, that, that's what I was saying. I was saying it's not that it doesn't happen, but it's like, it's not on the up and up. It's not like, it's not like cancer research, right? It's not like mapping the human genome, things that we like aspire to do and throw lots of money in order to accomplish. Um, and uh, watching. And so, and here's the problem that we have. The problem that we have is that uh, instant mass communication outpaces the way the world works. The world is never going to match paces with Twitter. A police investigation, an FBI investigation, especially a complicated one and a high-profile one, is never going to move at the speed that Twitter wants. Ever, never. Not a hundred years from now and not a thousand years from now, unless we're all energy entities ruled by a hive mind AI or some shit. <laughs> but like, but that's worrisome. What are we going to do? And so I look to like science fiction, right? That's when I want to try to think about how things play out in the future. And I can't really think of a way for us to develop some kind of cultural agreement, some kind of like unspoken cultural rule that you got to wait. You got to wait sometimes. Sometimes a story takes time to develop, even though you're angry about it right now. Yeah, our criminal justice system is not geared towards anybody who wants instant gratification. Usually when you're under investigation for something, even normal everyday you and me and and we didn't really discuss the the irs thing as far as audits and stuff like that's concerned but it's not just related to that but it's the when you're under investigation for something when you've been charged with a crime it's a long slow arduous grinding process that can go on for years this is not something where you get an answer in like 45 minutes like we it can be three years from now and we still don't know what the fuck the FBI took from Mar-a-Lago. And that's just the reality of our criminal justice system. It, it sucks like that. Like it's the whole right to a speedy trial thing is like asterisk, 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 asterisk. But yeah, I mean, it's just, that's not how this works. And I mean, you will, the, the DOJ will tell us whenever the hell they feel like telling us, like they will bring if if they ever bring Donald Trump to trial for anything, they will do it in their own sweet time, not when we want them to, not when we want them to react. That because that's just that's how the system works, yeah. and it sucks. But everybody kind of needs to realize that. I, what I and like I said, I I'm I'm concerned. I'm I know that we're living in a period that you know, we're looking back two hundred years from now will be seen as an extremely chaotic uh, period of civilizational change into this sort of online sphere and this kind of interconnected instantaneous uh, world. And we're in the midst, we're inside of like a tornado, essentially, a civilizational tornado. We've never gone through this much change this quickly. Like our lifetimes, you could feel, I think we've said this before, like on the pot or whatever, but like our lifetimes have been among the most uh, uh, like the leaps in how our civilization works have never been bigger. Like within our lifetimes, you and I are like 40 essentially. Um, and you know, and uh, people were even slightly older than that. Like my father who was born in 1950 has seen humanity make gi a gigantic leap and how it does ev literally everything. Right. Whereas, you know, f there were periods of history where for like, 800 years, things stayed the, basically the same. And you and your grandfather and your grandfather's grandfather's grandfather were all like 
farmers and, you know, farmed the same land over and over and did the same thing for centuries. And now, like, five years ago, things were different. You know, people delete their old tweets because Twitter was different, so different, very, very short time ago that things, like, are no longer acceptable. And, yeah, I really hope that in a generation or two, things that aren't acceptable, quote-unquote, won't be like saying some kind of word that isn't, that is no longer okay, more like not jumping to talk about a story that you know will take two or three days to play out, not, uh, uh, you know, like putting all of your life online as a kid, knowing the kind of implications that it might have for you as an adult, developing the kind of instincts for online living that we've developed for offline living, like don't walk down a, a dark alley at night. You know what I mean? Like we're not born with that knowledge and some people still do it. And yeah, those people tend to get like mugged. You know what I mean? And so that kind of instinct, the the kind of like stranger danger instinct is going to take time to develop. We're going to need people who grew up in this world, raising people that way. Or at least enough outrage cycles for people to finally figure out that don't, don't just give it 48 to 72 hours. Just, just give it a little bit of time and then you don't say anything that you have to regret or have to delete later because you said something very, very stupid on the Internet and everybody saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see, I think. Uh, and uh, and yeah, I think we're uh, we're right about done for uh, for tonight. Uh, thank you very much for listening. You know, as always, very, uh, very thankful. Um I think uh, we were gonna, a thing that we were kind of gonna talk about uh, today, but Jen uh, was too busy to, um, I'm not saying this insultingly, you were literally too busy to watch. I think uh, on Ambitious Crossover 10th to Sunday, we're gonna talk about Lightyear, which I watched yesterday and is frankly, utterly baffling. Like I literally cannot believe, and I tried to go read about the conception and production of it and I got even more fucking confused. And I thought Pixar, like, was, like, untouchable in what they could do. And this is just so strange. Uh, And so uh, stay tuned for some of that. Um, But until then, Jen, uh, you know, do do thing, yes. (laughs) Make Rocket (laughs) Go. The thing I do at the end of the thing. Yes, as my old mix professor would say, make Rocket Go. <laughs> all right, so since you're already here, you already know about All Crossed Out, Wednesday nights, 8.30. Obviously, if you're here, you know you can listen live, and of course, you can always chime in and you can chat. If you happen to miss this, you can always catch it afterwards on the app, or you can catch it via podcast catchers. Our main podcast, Ambition Crossover Attempt, comes out on Mondays, and you can find that on Apple, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Flash Audible, all your podcast catchers. You can find us on Twitter at AMBXOver. You can find me on Twitter at that Jen Monroe and on Substack at jenmonroe.substack.com. Yay, I'm Neon Taster on Twitter and youtube.com slash C slash Neon Taster and twitch.tv slash Neon Taster. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's about it. Thank you for listening. Uh, uh, and uh, blah, 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 nothing more. Thank you, Jen. Bye. Good night. Thanks, Noam. Good night, everybody.